Hello and welcome to another brazen episode of Security Views Radio, the only cybersecurity podcast that can't stop, won't stop. I am one half of your hosts, Adam Slater, and with me, with me as always, is John. John, how you doing? Good to be with you. Is that what you said? <laughs> I, I did say wit. I did say wit. Uh, but I'm leaving it in because the people need to know that we're not perfect, you know? That's, that's what you get podcast land is you get you get our raw version of podcasts here <laughs> right so right. thank you for Dalton being doesn't even out edit it <laughs> no no gonna keep that in <laughs> thank you i appreciate it felton how you doing buddy can't stop won't stop you down <laughs> i like that i like there's that no, there's no need for a gag reel when it's just the live show so it saves, it saves felton a lot of time having to put that together later on Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, so uh, have you guys been? What do? You, what, it's actually, it's actually been peek behind the curtain. It's been a couple of weeks since we recorded, so I'm like, I'm a, I'm a little like, oh yeah, that's right. This is what we do. Well, we lost a little bit of rhythm with, um, you know, Felton getting his new job and all, and uh, some traveling and scheduling conflicts. So, yeah. yeah. Felton, tell us about that new job you have. <laughs> uh, it is so awesome. Um. I have two new bosses. Um, they are three and five. <laughs> <laughs> they tell me what to do and when to do it. Yeah. It was one o'clock in the morning. Um, and I look up and my three-year-old is sitting in the middle of the bed between my wife and I, just looking at me. And I was like, what are you doing? And refused to leave the room. I'm like, okay, all right. So today I asked her, I said, um, what were you doing in our room last night? Why were you sleeping in our bed? And she answered me, she said, um, because I wanted to, that's why. <laughs> and I didn't have a response for that. Yeah. What can you say? It was very like, okay, well. There you go. Every story that I hear about your girls, Felton, makes me like I want to party with them for like a day and then like and then like give them back. Like just because they just seem like such a trip. Oh, they are. They are. They are some characters. Um, my, my oldest is. Um, I think she's she's going to be a musician. Any song she hears is a part of it. Mm-hmm. She will just take off and make her own song, put her own words in, and just just go with it. So uh, she's been singing Buffalo Soldier because my, my her aunt was uh, watching her while I, we were away. And um, since it was reggae month or reggae week, she was like, yeah, I had it on in the car. And um, your daughter will not stop singing Buffalo Soldier now. <laughs> I mean, it's a, it's a real good hook. I yeah, mean, yeah. <laughs> I can't blame her. So our favorite songs are Buffalo Soldier and Why Can't We Be Friends? I wore um, some reason. Like, okay. Mm-hmm. I will say um, I went away to a cabin um, for about four or five days and I totally unplugged. Yeah. All... Now we still had our phones, but we had no service. Oh, okay. Verizon is everywhere except 
in Marshall, North Carolina. Um, <laughs> now, actually, I think it was the cabin that we had. It had a metal roof, so I guess it was just blocking the signal. So we could not get us. We couldn't get anything inside the house, and the actual cabin did not have um, Wi-Fi. Um, mm. Now, my wife, she did want to unplug because you know she's been um, teaching through Zoom. She's a teacher, so she's been in front of computers, um, you know, 10, 12 hours a day. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So she was like, I just need to get. I just need you know nature, and just I I want to unplug. And I thought she was joking. But she was serious. Uh, first day, it was a little um, shocking. Yeah. I was like, I, you know, I have to make sure that, you know, I have to check. And I was like, no, you know what? I'm, I'm on vacation. Let just just go with it. Yeah. Yeah. So after the first day, yeah, it, it was it was cool. It was it, awesome, man. I didn't know that. Yeah, I was worried. I was like, I, what if they're trying to get in contact with me? What if I need to? And I was just like. You're on vacation. You're without your kids. Pay attention to your wife. Your wife is paying attention to you. Yeah. You played Scrabble, like the real Scrabble, not the words yeah. with friends. Yeah. So much harder. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I grew up playing the original Scrabble, but you know, since we started playing words with friends, you know, it's you can see how much you know what your points are. Like, no, you can you can find a word that has more points than that. There's so many little cheat codes, or whatever, that you can use to um you know, get the larger score. And yeah, it was just kind of like, we were looking at each other like, we can't even look up to see if a word is, you know, a real word or not, because we don't we don't have um, a connection to look at a dictionary or whatever. But mm-hmm. yeah, it, it was it was nice to uh, to just be able to, to get back to nature, I guess you could say. That's pretty cool, man. That's awesome. Yeah, I definitely, um, if you're married, if you're in a relationship, if you have kids, if you don't have kids, I do think everyone just needs to have, you know, a a couple of days where you just go away, spend time with your significant other. And yeah, just put your devices down and just talk. Yeah. Yeah. On the the entire flip side of that, um, I think I mentioned... On the last episode, again, it's been a couple of weeks. I don't, I don't remember. Um, we, my wife purchased her car, uh, her vehicle, and the damn thing has Wi-Fi on it. Like, <laughs> like you can purchase a subscription. Like I could add my, like my wife's car to my mobile data plan, which is just insane to me. I just, it's just, that's just insane. So you have a moving hotspot. Yes. So that's a thing. I don't you know want, that, want it, but there you go. If you okay. go on trips, you know, like you know, long road trips, mm-hmm. I could definitely see the benefit of that. We we already have unlimited data, like so. Yeah. I don't like. I don't need it. Mm-hmm. So, but but the car also can connect to Wi-Fi, which I th- which is also interesting, like. It's just all this crap's just too much, man. That's hey, just um, everybody out there. So everybody taking notes. This is how you hack Adam. Yeah, <laughs> this is it. You find the car, and you get in through my car. I, I'm never connecting my phone to that thing. I'm just not doing it. <laughs> so, <laughs> but yeah, no, it's it's 
it's it's it's stuff we've talked about before you know just the amount of stuff that's online like does it need to be online and 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 you know i don't want to necessarily just retread that conversation but it's just one it was just one of those instances of like we purchased the vehicle from carmax um shout out to carmax it's awesome um that and and it just never even came up like it was never just like it wasn't even like the like it wasn't even on the uh what do you call um like the feature the feature list it wasn't like you know seat warmers and wi-fi like they didn't even i guess this, that's just how normal that is since i last purchased a vehicle i don't know but yeah i'm i'm hearing a lot of people who are using car carvana um, oh yeah yeah they're good. really enjoying the experience yeah. um, to me it's still a little weird but I guess they give you what seven days to drive the car before you can return it. Um, oh, we got we got thirty with CarMax. Oh, okay. Yeah. Now I'm I'm not sure if it's the seven days or not. It might be fourteen, or who knows what. But I still think it's a little odd to just have someone just drop a car off in front of your house. You're like, here's your car. Yeah. Yeah. But they do have a uh, in real estate. They have open door now, which I thought was the weirdest thing in the world when I first heard about it. Where you can just go to a house, you have the app, you can unlock the door and just walk around, check out the house, and then just leave. No one has to show up to show you around the house. Yeah. Now, I uh, so, I mean, I'll say that, like, <laughs> in a weird way, like, I'm more comfortable with that than I am with the car thing. Cause like, what are you going to do? Steal my, like, you're not going to steal the house. <laughs> like you can't just up and away with it. Like you're just squatting. I'm squatting in your house. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. If you were to pick one device of all these internet connected things, mm-hmm. which one fear do you fear the most? Is it the locks? Is it the, the thing where Amazon can walk in your front door to sit packages in there? Is it, um, the cars. What do you think is? Where do you think? Where do you think the the machines are going to rise up from? <laughs> what starts Judgment Day? Um, <laughs> the the car thing truly terrifies me. Like truly and honestly, like um, I like like the Amazon thing where they can just walk into your house and drop stuff off. That's really weird. And that uh, implies like a level of trust with a total complete stranger that I don't necessarily have. Um, but worst case scenario in that is um, that he sees a cool TV in my apartment and he takes it, right? Like I'm, I'm not okay with that. But like the car thing, Man, giant hunks of metal flying down the road at 80 miles an hour and someone getting control of that. That is horrifying to me. Absolutely. So. Yeah, I, I, I kind of agree with you, Adam, because, you know, with self-driving cars and, and you know, cars like Tesla that are going, you know, pretty much all digital. Um, sure. It's, yeah. It seems like a lot of people are trying to hack into um, cars, video systems or whatever within cars just to show that they can do it. Um, but 
I think eventually, yeah, you will have a hacker that just takes it to the next level. Okay. Uh, yeah, takes over your car while you're driving. I mean, that's that's that can lead to significant loss of life. But. Yeah. John, where are you at on that? Personally, I don't get loss of life. I think that's a little too deep for the conversation I was, I was talking about. Oh, okay. <laughs> He's like, whoa. The Sorry. one that bothers me the most, um, definitely the locks. You know, yeah. Being a father, I that one bothers me. I don't think it would be incredibly difficult uh, for um, those to be compromised. Now, do you mean just like one of those – because I've seen a couple different kinds, right? Like I've seen ones that are like uh, they have like like you connect um, phones to it, and that you would use your phone as like an NFC chip. Yeah, but there's also ones that are just tied to like security systems and things, which are hooked in through Wi-Fi. So like the way they work are so if you picture a door, you're going to have the door handle, right, the thing mm -hmm. you turn, which locks, but then you're also going to typically have a deadbolt. These attach to the deadbolt, so, um, which is fine, but um, you have to leave the door handle unlocked, so there's actually just, you turn it into a single lock door. Oh, no, I don't like that. Um, and then it's just through that system, which I would just, I would see no reason why they couldn't be hacked. All they, you would need to do is, you know, get into the get into the you know those those systems which have to be accessible so i mean all those internet connected devices have to be programmed somehow so without getting into the deep details on how that happens but there would have to be a way to get those in once those leak codes yeah. get out there i don't know that there's a way for the security companies to firmware update all those logs yeah I mean, that's the one that bothers me, though. Of all the things to connect in your house, that one bothers me the most. I mean, if somebody wants to be a be a jackass and jack up my heat, you know, or, or drop my air, I think that that's, that's not, no, it's not it's that serious. Increased bills, a little freaky. Flip lights on and off doesn't really concern me. Yeah. Uh, tell me that I need to reorder more milk from my refrigerator. <laughs> yeah. I mean, so many of those things have safety features built in that they couldn't actually cause physical harm. But locks are the one that kind of bugs me. I mean, it's the creepiness is when people hack into the nanny cams, but I don't have those, so that doesn't personally affect me. Yeah, the the camera things always bugged me too. But. Hey, baby, wake up! You know that's. <laughs> yeah, I've always wondered. Do do you keep do you keep those on your um, do you have control of where those recordings are, or is that a third party? You know, like if you have a ring system or, or uh, uh, I think ring is you don't have a say, but like the other nanny cams that the cheaper ones and stuff, you can probably record locally or, or remotely. I wouldn't think uh, that would matter so much. It wouldn't be the recordings, it would more just be the live feed with a microphone. So some of those things have two-way communication, so the mom can talk back to the baby. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe I'm misremembering, but I, I, I do remember there was a internet outage, and, um, yeah, some people were having trouble getting into their house that had, you know, the the locks, um, just because the Wi-Fi was down. Um, 
I would like to think you could just use your key at that point. Mm-hmm. But I heard it was a big issue just because, because um, yeah, everything was down for for a couple of hours, and it really, you know, freaked people out. Like, hey, I can't get into my house, or I can't unlock this because uh, it's connected to the Wi-Fi. Yeah, yeah, that 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 yeah, that's. Do you guys have any reservations connecting to public Wi-Fi? I never did until I started working for. Curious. <laughs> if I saw free Wi-Fi, I'm like, that's free Wi-Fi. I'm taking advantage, you know. And then um, I started working here, and I was like, yeah, that that's a terrible. What am I doing? Um, <laughs> Yeah, it wasn't until I started working for a JSCM group that I was like, "Yeah, don't use the don't use the uh, free Wi-Fi. Trust me, it's not worth it. It's not worth it, man. Get yeah. the phone with the unlimited data. Just use that. Yeah, so that's the uh, that's the thing. Like, I, I'm on unlimited, and so I, I never connect. The only time I connect to Wi-Fi is when I'm at home, like my 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 home's Wi-Fi. And even then, I wouldn't, like, legitimately, I wouldn't connect to it if, like, I could get away with it. But the way my, the building that I live in is built, I can't get cell signal in, like, half of my apartment. So, um, Oh, I know. You got, you have great Wi-Fi in your house. I was across the street at that brewery. And oh, yeah? needed to get a signal at the brewery, so I uh, hopped on yours. It's pretty good. It's pretty good. I actually, like, okay, legitimately, I do have worries about this um, because I, <laughs> I will, uh, so in the mornings, um, I, I, I take, you know, I take care of my dog, right? I, I walk her and feed her and everything. So um, I will uh, go down the elevator and we'll go out the back. We've got like a little doggy uh, walking and pooping area. And I will, and I'm on the fourth floor. I'm out like 50 yards away from my apartment and I am connected to my Wi-Fi and I'm like I don't like that at all <laughs> that that is bothering me how how high up are you fourth floor mm. yeah. Too much. I I'm, I'm gonna have to let have to lead line my windows I think is what it comes down to move into a box I was just surprised that pretty in pink was your favorite movie yeah I listen um the uh, actress, the the actress that I definitely know who's in it, she's really good in it. Um, I think she's great. All right, well, hey, I learn something about you every day. It's the best way that when you break into Wi-Fi is you can learn all kinds of stuff about people. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's it's really reconnaissance, you know. Um, it is. Yeah. So, I mean, so that, you can catfish a, me later. That's the benefit of the sec- security questions you answer, you know, at your bank. Is that the <laughs> bank know a little bit more about you? Yeah. Oh, yeah, by the way, everyone, pro tip, don't answer those questions. Like, put answers in there. Just use them as other passwords. Like, don't don't actually put real information in there. That's well, what I do. Anyway. always have the same ridiculous answer. Like, you know, you could do some tricks. There's a bunch of tricks out there. Like, what city were you born? So you look up what the sister city is to that city, and then you use that city. Mm. Mm. Yeah. No, but just give, just give wrong answers. Yeah, that's 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 always been my, because they don't actually know, so they don't, <laughs> they're they're not checking. <laughs> they're not checking against your credit report. Right. right. <laughs> was, was Adam really born in Atlanta? I don't know about that. Right, we got to check. Oh. <laughs> All right, guys, we're gonna take a quick break. We'll be back in a few minutes.
JSCM Group is your leading cybersecurity expert. With two decades of experience, we work hard to ensure your network is as protected as possible. We simplify the complicated and ever-changing world of cybersecurity, regardless of your organization's size. To start protecting yourself, your employees, and your clients, contact us at 888-897-9680 or online at jscmgroup.com. We simplify, we're experts, and we're here. Again, that's 888-897-9680 or online at jscmgroup.com. Thanks, everybody, for sticking with us. We uh, appreciate it. So, uh, yeah, you know, John, sort of piggybacking off your question about the, the, the you know, which one's the, the most disturbing to you, um, I, I, thinking more about it over the break, you know, if, if I'm not going my existential dread of a, of a car going manic, um, I think the one that probably bothers me the most is the smart speaker stuff. Like... Right. Because it's always got to be listening, right? Oh yeah, yeah. I know. What you, I sorry, it's lost to what you meant. But oh yeah, definitely. I don't. I don't like those at all. No. I, I I do feel people should tell you if they have one in their house. Yeah, I would. I, I would like to disable anything in my home because that's that's the problem. I got the. I have the HomePod. I've got a HomePod, and I have a HomePod because it connects really easily to my Apple TV. And because it's really easy for me to just kick music over to it after I come back inside. But I never, I never use the voice commands. I would, I would love a version that does not have, or like an option to just turn that microphone off. So. Now, can that be used against you in uh, the court of law? Wasn't there a case about that a little while yeah. ago, John? It can be, yeah. yeah. You can subpoena Siri, and you can subpoena or uh, Alexa, all of them, not just Siri. You know. Yeah. ass Alexa. <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't she know what happens to snitches? <laughs> She's gotta know. The worst. I'm just gonna say this. This is a this is not a security thing. This is a feature thing that bothers the crap out of me. Is that uh, the Voice assistant on uh, I, on iOS uh, will not work if it is not connected to the internet because everything everything is done through the cloud computing. You can ask her what two plus two is if you're not connected to the internet. She can't answer. Is <laughs> it's the most yeah. baffling thing in the world to me. There's no local uh, low local information. Nope, none, none whatsoever. So. That's again, it's not a security thing, it's just a feature thing. But yeah, no, those, those, the voice assistants have to always be listening, and that freaks me out. Um, probably more than the locks, just that there is like recordings of me just being in my apartment, and that's you know, I'm not interesting enough that I, I don't think that anyone's just like, no. <laughs> 
Tim Cook is not just like, oh, yeah, listen, listen to this. I'm listening to the live feed of Adam's apartment. I know he's not doing that, but it's just weird that it's there. So, yeah, when I was in the uh, when I was at the cabin, um, I was cooking some food and, mm-hmm. you know, I used to also, you know, press the button on my iPhone and say, you know, set a timer for 15 minutes and I went to do it. And uh, it was just keeps it kept spinning, spinning, but it would not. And I was like, oh, yeah, you have to be connected to the Internet just to be able to set that timer. So I had to physically what a finger yes like push like three buttons Ugh. i know first world problems how vile how vile (laughs) i almost burnt my food because of (laughs) that i had to remember how to push buttons (laughs) oh but yeah I, i i I think they all like, yeah, like John, like you were saying, like they all have their own sort of like little bits of negative, like you said, like the heater thing and like the fridge messing with me. But I, I yeah, I think I, I would put locks and um, I would put locks and the, the the always listening. Those would be my top two. So. Yeah. What do you think about, um, you know, the future is there anything that you wish was connected that is not currently connected no i i can't i can't think of anything that's not smart that i would want to be smart it's amazing how we talked the other day and i bet you oh not the other day it's been a couple months now since i asked you to tell me how many devices were connected at your home to the internet right now yeah i bet you that number's gone up i got a new stove yeah range whatever you call it and um it occurred to me that you know it it wanted me to connect it to this smart app thing I forget what it was called mm-hmm. it's like, man this is a computer like i just wanted a this one a stove you know i need <laughs> yeah. a certain way and that wasn't an option yeah. And you had to connect it in order to. No, no, you didn't have to, luckily. So, I mean, I didn't. But, you know, the option is there for people as well. It's a stove, man. It's... <laughs> is that so you could start the oven with your phone? I'm sure, yeah. But, you know, I mean, it's just tracking usage data and stuff like that. Like, I was offered it. So, my insurance went up recently. My auto insurance went up recently. And they wanted, and they went up like 10%. So I'm like, well, you know, we didn't have any incidents. You know, what, what, why, how do you justify that this went up 10%? And, and, and the agent told me she, was, she said, well, the state had an increase back in October. And um, so I said, okay, well, let me look that up. So I looked it up. There was no record of an increase. Like, Because no, I thought it was weird that they were increasing insurance rates this year, you know, in 2020 of all the years. Like, right. Makes sense. Like people are driving less. Mm-hmm. The state wouldn't go for that, especially during an election year. They're not going to. They're not going to raise insurance rates. So mm-hmm. anyway, I was right. And I'm like, that's not the case. Like it wasn't a rate increase. There hasn't been a rate increase since 2019. And I said it was only a 1.6 percent increase. So how do you justify the 10 percent? And she says, well, we can save you seven percent 
if you connect your insurance to your bank account and another 3% if you if you want to use the DriveWise program, which is this Allstate, you know, yeah. basically Allstate insurance tracker, which they track all your information from your car. I'm like, well, I'm not going to do that. I'm gonna... mm-hmm. <laughs> That's what your 10% is. You're trying to get me to give you more information. Right. So you're trying to talk people into that. Hey, you can maintain your old rates as long as you do these two things. Yeah, tracking my my driving habits. I'm like, come on. Mm-hmm. No. I'm driving, and some, some jerk in front of me has to lock him up for some reason. He dropped his coffee. Who knows what? So then I have to lock him up. And then it's like, damn it, that just cost me five bucks, asshole. <laughs> <laughs> Going with the flow of traffic, you know everyone's going seventy-five. Uh-oh. <laughs> <Those> drivers. <laughs> yeah, I don't. Yeah, it's it's nothing I would want to do. I, I although I my fear is that we will one day be required to put those things in our car. The insurance companies are just testing the waters now. They're mentioning like, yeah, if you want to insure with us, you got to put this thing in your car. Yeah, yeah, that's coming. That's coming. Because then maybe the government's going to say, yeah, but you have to give us the information. Here's a good one that made me mad the other day. This is sort of unrelated, but all privacy related. Um, I, I wanted to go get a COVID antibody test. So I go to the local grocery store here and I made an appointment. I go to the grocery store here and on the form, they're asking me, you know, my name, my address, you know, blah, blah, blah. Then I want to know my employer and my social security number. And I said, well, I don't know. I'm not going to give you that. Like, what do you need that for? And she says, well, I don't know. I think you have to give it to us. Let me check. And she comes back and says, well, we have to report to the state. So the only way we're going to do the antibody test is if you give us your social security number so we can tell the state that you have it or don't have it. Okay. Now, how do you feel about that one? Invasion of privacy. I mean, my goodness. Just say you had a positive case. Don't make you turn over my social security number. States and governments have not proven to keep that information secure. So why would you give it to yet another source, in this case, the Department of Health and Human Services, my social security number? You know, I remember when I first uh, met you, John, you said, no, I don't give my my social security number when people ask for it. And I was shocked. Like, wait, how, how do you even do that? I'm not applying for credit. Like, I'm not... They make it seem like you, you can't do it without giving us your social security number. Like all the medical forms, all that. I tell people, don't put it on there. That's that's for them to financially get you if you don't pay your bill. But, you know, odds are you're there for 20 bucks. They're going to get over it. But they won't push it. But this was this was the first time for any medical procedure, if you want to call it that, that they were, were forcing me to give it to them. And I just said, no, I'm sorry. I'm not going to get the test. You know, I'm not going to do that. Like You left me no choice. I'll go donate blood and get it for free. And not have to get my social security number up. So <laughs> that was my solution, the American Red Cross. <laughs> and you get candy afterwards. So oh, protein bars and snacks. Yeah, they got all kinds of options. You get nutter butters. Nutter butters. Yeah, but I mean, it's a better cause anyway, and it doesn't cost me any money, and I help society that way. So you don't need a social security number. Yeah, I've I've gotten uh, I actually have always been fairly militant about it, um, about just not giving my phone. Like whenever they ask for my phone number or zip code at checkout anywhere, I've just 
I think I've said this on the show before. Like I, I, I just default to, nah, I'm no, I'm not going to give that to you. Um, and I think uh, the the first time I went grocery shopping with my now wife, she sort of looked at me like I was like the rudest person on the planet. And I was like, they're just going to use it to sell us stuff. Like I don't no, they don't need to know my zip code. So, and if they force the issue, I would just say whatever zip code this store is in, that's where I live. So. Yeah, I. We're not sure if my wife, if it was the company that we um, rented the cabin through or if maybe it might have been a merchant that she did give her phone number to um, while we were out of town. But my wife started receiving phone calls from the jail in Charlotte. What? Yes. And not one or two. I'd say for like three days, she probably received about 50 phone calls. Oh, my gosh. Someone trying to call to say, you know, will you accept the charges or, you know, um, she kept blocking it. And they just kept calling, kept calling, kept calling. And first we were a little nervous, like, uh, I, I hope your sister um, didn't get in any trouble. And I'm thinking, like, <laughs> you know, maybe she got in a fight in, in the Chick-fil-A parking lot or something. <laughs> But uh, but yeah, we texted her fine, and she was like, "No, we're fine." And I was like, "Okay, I, yeah, this is this is either someone trying to run a scam, you know, from the jail, like someone trying to, you know, get her to say yes, you know, you know, um, use her, you know, charge uh, long distance calls to her phone or what." But yeah, she she received like fifty to sixty phone calls, um, and it finally stopped, you know, like after three days. But yeah, it was just constant, nonstop, nonstop. And we're like, we do not, we, we don't know where she gave her information. And we're thinking it was either who we rented the cabin through or maybe she slipped up and gave um, her phone number to a merchant um, when they asked for it and they immediately sold it or something like that. Um, but yeah, it's it's something that I didn't think about before. You know, when someone say, can we get your email or can we get your phone number? What's your code? I'm like, why do you need that information? Just can I just get my stuff and go? Like, yeah, I, um, I I get so many of those. Like I, I I'm at the point where I'm I'm almost uh, turning on the feature on iOS that if I don't have your number saved as a contact, I'm not answering, or or it just blocks the call. Yes, you 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 know firsthand. Every three or four days, uh, we get a phone call from uh, if I want to renew my not auto insurance, but your your car's warranty. My car's warranty, and no matter how many phone numbers I block, they always spoof another seven zero four number. And I once in a while I'll be expecting a call from say a doctor's office or someone where I don't know where the phone number is coming from. Exactly. So, uh, and that's where they get me and I pick up and it's your car warranty. And I'm like, I, I don't know who is in charge of this, but they are extremely aggressive uh, with these phone calls. Yeah. Yeah. It's awful. It's awful. I get probably about one or two a day. And I am and I am extremely careful about giving my phone number out. So that that's that that's whoever whoever promises me that they're going to uh, 
the next politician that promises me they're going to get rid of those uh, the spam, uh, yeah. the, the spam uh, phone call farms. That guy's got my vote. I don't give, I don't care about anything else. It's weird because back in the day, like I, I never would hesitate when someone would call the house to pick up the phone, you know. Mm-hmm. And now it's like, mm-mm. or when I go to my um, my in-laws, if they're actual, they they have a landline. We don't have a landline at our house. If they have a land, they have a la- landline, and anyone who calls a the landline, they're like, nope, we're not picking it up. Yeah, yeah. So. I, I don't. I don't know. Yeah, I, I don't. I don't have a landline, so um, I, I have not in a very, very long time. So I know some people have it because it's within the bundle. Um, I guess you get cheaper uh, internet or cheaper um, cable if you if you bundle all three. But, uh, yeah. But I, yeah, John, do you have a landline? We do not. I have not had a landline maybe fifteen years. It amazes me when people are like, yeah, seven nine. I'm like, why? What what do you need that for? I used to still, I used to get a uh, phone books um, till a couple of years ago too. Like, maybe just delivered to our house. I'm like, I, I haven't opened a phone book in 20 years. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, I think that's probably going to do it for us this week. Um, we uh, appreciate you guys uh, checking in, and, and I apologize for uh, missing a couple weeks there. But uh, you know, we're going to get back to regular scheduling here. Um, if you want to get a hold of us, you can do so at uh, podcast at jscmgroup.com. Again, that's podcast at jscmgroup.com. Um, feel free to reach out to us there if you have any questions, comments, or um, you know, just want to drop us a line and say, hey, we, we always appreciate it. So uh, until then, we'll see you next week. Thanks, everybody. Bye. All right. Bye.